We're gonna do it every time. Here we go, live audience, help us out. Where we blow your minds. Infernals. Gonna do it every time. Infernals. Coming down intercontinental now. was a beautiful run there. I know. She really believes she's got it. That she can it. sing. Oh, Shade. Oh, Jesus. Wow. And, it, and if you tell her she could sing, you're, you're going to be on good books with her. Wow. Because she believes Pastor and her are the next big thing. We are. We are, aren't we, Pastor Tony? We've been practicing. I can sing. Okay. <laughs> My father in heaven coming out. But you My can father sing. can hear me sing. Album coming out. can you sing well? I can sing. <laughs> right. Come on. That's right. Starting off with the shade. But hello, everyone. <laughs> you are listening to Portals. I am Shanae and Nice, and we have so many guests today. I'm so excited. <laughs> We are... Cassis Fest. Yes, it's a Cassis Fest. It's a lot of Cassis things happening today. The awesome foursome. There you go. The awesome foursome is in the his house. And plus, we are recording from down under, but we are not in hell. So first of all, we have <laughs> Pastor Tony Cassis. Hello. Pastor Nathan Cassis. Hello. And Pastor Chris. Hi. And of course, Dr. Robin Gasses. They love you. They love you. Hi, hi, hi. The automated version of audience loves you and the live audience loves you. Anywho. Wow. I think I'm in good books here. Today's a special day. Shania. It is a special day. It's Australia yeah, Day. It's it Australia is Australia day. day. What's your thingy? I never, first of all, every time I say, what was the thing? Yes, every time I say that, Aussie, 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 all the Australians just look at me like, yeah, we don't do that. But I thought that's, you're supposed that. to say that. No, like Aussie, that. Aussie, Aussie, oi, 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 right? Why don't you get them to do it? There's all a right. good audience. We have a good audience. It. Let's see if they'll be loud enough. So we can record this because I need to experience this for myself now that I've been Don't let me down, guys. All right. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. There we go. There we go. They did it. They did it. Represent. They representing. (laughs) Anywho. So, yes, I'm so happy to be here with you guys. The awesome foursome. Thank you. I've been practicing on my accents. I've been flatting with one another, <laughs> you know, other people and in the church. I know you've been living in the forest. Yes, I've been living in the forest. I saw a few lizards. Oh, I got to come closer. You've been living in the forest. Uh huh. Just avoiding the spiders. Yep. Don't want to see a bush. spider. Yep. Seeing the bushes, you know. Yep. Just like Dylan did, watching them come down to oh, go Jesus on walkabout. Oh, Jesus is king. Right. I so heard about stories. this falling bear that happened. <laughs> <laughs> the drop bear. What? Wow. A lot of things has happened thus far in the two days that I've been in Sydney. <laughs> I think you've been conned. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I have. Anyway. Do you know we have white pointer sharks in Australia? That's oh, Dylan's that, man. They have a real fetish for red-headed people. Oh, wow. <laughs> yep. 
Well, it's proven. Watch it's proven. Uh oh. Uh oh. What was that? We have a gospel organ coming yes, through. Yes, we do. We're going to add a lot of different things going on out. today. Um. <laughs> <laughs> There's the jaws. The jaws. Look out, Dylan. They're coming. Here they come, Dill. All right. So, already five minutes in the show. We ain't talking about nothing. Anyway, <laughs> Pastor Tony. First of all, can I just say how last week's portal. Oh, my God. First of all, let me go back, back, way back. Uh-oh. When you first got here, Pastor Kenny Jarvis, you did an amazing job. Yes. Thank you for the shout out. And then we have Pastor Christy on hosting. Amazing job, yes. Pastor Christy. You guys have been holding down the Porter Fort for the last few weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. And yeah. continuing because I hope, you know, I have a week off next week. Anyway. Um, <laughs> to receive. Last week, yes, last week it's it's been an honor, honestly, from a host perspective. But listening to yeah. it fresh has been like eye opening. Like I was taking notes on the plane ride here. Just it was gym up gym. I have to pause it. Stop. Wait, did I hear what she just said? She said it again. All of that, <laughs> and I felt like I had to keep typing it twice just to receive it. But. <laughs> I'm just so thankful for you guys definitely <laughs> stepping in, um, Pastor Christy and Pastor um, Kenny, for doing that because it's like it was very refreshing. And I know it had to be pretty hot to sit in the host seat because you feel like your flesh is burning while you're trying to direct everything. Um, I'm practically a skeleton by the time yes, this thing she ends. Because, <laughs> yeah, I just have to get quiet sometimes. But last week it was very good about. Um, Whose journey are you yes, on? Yes, whose journey are you on? And I, it really led me to ask the Lord that question, especially when it comes to these offenses, you know? Mm-mm. I can tell you the color of my fence. I used to hold it all the time. It was a white picket fence. And I, you know, <laughs> I'm telling you, I would always hold up these offenses and not let them go. But that all those gems that you guys dropped last week kind of led us into... A little bit of what we talked about for our sermon this week. So that's why I wanted to bring it up. Um, But Pastor Tony, of course, we're going to go into it. We're going to take a short break. You know, we've had a lot of humor in this, but we want to bring it back. We got to refocus. Yes, I'm I'm ready. We're going to refocus (laughs) and then we'll be right back. Every time. All the time. I think we just need to go straight back in. Because Pastor Tony is ready and Pastor Robin is putting some rhymes together that we're going to showcase at the end of this portal. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, this Sunday's theme was recommissioned because of relocation. Mm. We were using the example of Peter's uh, denial of the Lord three times mm-hmm. and... Um, the Lord literally um, used an occasion where Peter and his companions went fishing, um, probably feeling quite discouraged with himself and denying the Lord three times. And uh, we believe that um, the Lord ended up recommissioning Peter at the very spot where he first commissioned Peter Mm. on the Sea of Galilee. Uh, Just to give our listening audience some background here, when the Lord first 
was baptized by John the Baptist, the scripture says he, he began to skirt the Sea of Galilee around the area of Bethsaida where Peter and his brother and the sons of Zebedee were. And he walked up to Peter's boat and he said, let's go out for a catch. And um, they went out into the deep mm. and the Lord said, cast your net on this side of the boat. Mm. And... Um, Peter and his partners caught so many fish that they needed three or four other boats to come wow. and gather the fish. And because of that supernatural um, encounter with the Lord, um, one of the Gospels says Peter knelt down before the Lord and said, Lord, depart from me, I'm a sinful man. Mm. He was so overwhelmed by that. And the Lord turned around and said, Don't be afraid, from now on you will catch men. Come on, catch me. Okay. Wow. So they go back to shore, and it's about the same area, three and a half years later after Peter has denied the Lord three times. Mm. Wow. He defaulted to the familiar. Mm-hmm. His discouragement, right, and his guilt made him default to what was familiar in his life, and his familiar custom was fishing. Mm. So yeah. He, he suggests to his friends, I'm going fishing, and, you know, like good friends do, they just go along with you. You know, we want to come along with you. Anyway, they fish all night. They catch nothing. They're approaching the shore. And the Lord, who's on the shore baking breakfast, calls out to them and says, Children, have you caught anything? Mm. And they said, No. And then again, the Lord, trying to trigger their memory, says, Cast your net on the other side. And so, you know, they cast their net on the other side of the boat and they catch a huge amount of fish. John picks up, this is the Lord. Now, the miracle should have reminded them, Yeah, yeah. this is what Jesus did before. Anyway, Peter dives into the water, heads towards the shore and there's a coal fire, there's fish on the fire and then from what we understand, the Lord is recreating a... The same visual for Peter when he denied the Lord. He was in front of a fire. He was asked three times, do you know this man? And he said, no. And so the Lord three times asked Peter and he recommissions him three times. You know, Peter, do you love me? Yes, Lord, you know I love you. And he repeats this twice. And then finally, you know, the restoration is complete. Mm-hmm. I know Pastor Nate's going to share a little bit more about the the language in that scenario, but that very spot where the Lord said to Peter, "I will make you a fisher of men," we're back at the same spot. Uh, Peter is now empty of pride, mm. right? Talk about this. He knows from now on, mm. whatever happens in my life is because of the grace of God. Yeah, and Jesus has just restored his main apostle because mm. you know it must have been. So intimate for the Lord to say to him, feed my sheep. In other words, I'm trusting you with the people I've died for. My gosh. See what I'm saying? Feed my sheep. Feed my lambs. And then he finally says, feed my sheep. Okay? Mm. So Mm. a a lot of us, myself included, when we miss... The mark with God. Oh, come Uh-oh. into this gym setup. We all we always default to what we're used to. Uh, so that's where I want to come in. 
Tag him in. Come on in. I want to come in because Woman. he was so familiar with fishing and knew the waters. And he said there's nothing there. Nothing there. But when God recommissions you, then he shows you what is really there. Mm. He will always show you what's really there. And you won't be able to work by familiarity anymore Mm. because it's all about a recommissioning. A recommissioning is taking something that God has called you for and you've let drop and him bringing it forward again. Wow, wow. But it doesn't come through being familiar with the territory. Mm. And one of the things we targeted on at Talk Sydney was a lot of our guys, when they miss the mark, their familiar spot is isolation. Wow, yeah, come on, you know, talk about so that. I've missed the mark, I've failed in an area, mm. so now I'm going to isolate myself from people because I'm ashamed or I feel guilty or I feel like I might get judged. Yeah. And so we were trying to encourage encourage our church in Sydney not to fall back into that familiar process because that's where the devil is. When mm. you're isolated, the wolf can get you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you start to believe a lot of lies when you're isolating yourself because mm. you've got nothing but that voice in your head yep. condemning and, and then all these scenarios, you know, people are saying this, people are thinking this, you know, and it's not a good place to be. Saints out there listening, isolation is one of the first steps to getting you out of church permanently. Okay? Yeah, and you don't have to, and it's not just to do with church. You no, isolate no. from family members. That's right. You know? You can isolate from friends, family members. Yeah. You know, you just cut yourself off. And I've been there. We've all been there. We've done this before. We feel discouraged or judged or disappointed and we want to get away from people. Yeah. And now that's okay for a little while, but if you're doing that, you know, that's why Paul says don't let the sun go down on your anger or your disappointment because if it goes longer than that sundown Uh, scenario, uh, Satan's... Now just put a wedge between you and the people you love. Uh, And he will hammer at that wedge until it becomes permanent. Believe me. And so we ask for the grace of God to not let us wallow in that isolationist mentality for too long Mm. because it's dangerous. Yeah. You know, when people shut down, turn off, they go inward, that's a form of isolation too. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you... Go on. Sorry, I love what you said, Pastor Nate, when you gave the analogy of what it looks like in the spiritual realm, where you have this demon, if you will, um, mm. or this spirit that is trying to isolate you, but isn't isolated. Yeah, he has to bring that. friends yeah. in his own. So the very thing he's contradicting himself to do is tell you you have to be by yourself, but then he's, he's this thing is, himself. yeah, he's not even by himself. He has so many other people. Gotta and you back bring that his up friends with, with scripture. Him. Yeah, like we were told, um, you know, in the Gospels, you know, if the house isn't cleaned and the strong man isn't bound, then the spirit goes and grabs seven worse than itself. And so that teaches us about the demonic presence that we're believing a lie that we can do it by ourselves. And that's what they spin to us. Mm-hmm. But in reality, they're not ready to live by themselves. Right. And so that spirit that's telling you or that argument, 
and it's you know let's uh, verbalize spirit, meaning it's an imagination. Mm-hmm. It's a visual scene in the head of you playing out you being alone. Mm-hmm. Demons don't always come as the oh I've come to isolate you today. <laughs> you know they come as little things, little imaginations that are trying to take the mental real estate in our heads. And so what I was saying to our church tonight was, why would you believe a spirit that's not even willing to do what it's asking you to do? Because mm. isolation goes and it grabs rejection and then rejection goes and grabs, you know, anger and anger goes and grabs rebellion and then rebellion grabs indifference. And then before we know it, there's a whole cohabitation going on. And this is the reality. Mm-hmm. Demons don't have a body. They have a soul to express themselves, but they we have a position that they crave, mm-hmm. which is relationship with God yep. as That's sons right. and daughters. Mm-hmm. So they can't have relationships. So what do they do? They have relationship with one another. Oh. And there's, but the, the key is their, their relationship is not built on love. Oh, she just hijacked your... No, I did it for you. <laughs> I had my finger on in Patrick. Then right. baby wow. hit it. Go but ahead. their relationship, <laughs> see, our relationship with God, I'm learning this, it's, it's, it's love that's the motivating force. Mm-hmm. But any relationship that the devil is fueling or instigating is always based on fear. Mm. And fear is the currency. You know, Pastor, even a thought has to become a formation of thought. Yes, mm. yes. To build a fortress. Yeah. You see, there's always, you've got to use more than one thing to keep building yep. and to keep building. One thought cannot last on its own. Yeah. Mm. It's a formation of thoughts. And the, and the thing with isolation, not that land, the thing with isolation that the Lord is showing me is that it doesn't work all on the one level. I've seen the progression of isolation. And if I could just, you know, like impart this to the people listening, the enemy works on the three levels. First, he'll isolate you from God. Mm. He'll get you to believe that God's against you. Mm. Then he'll isolate you from people. Yeah. Mm. And he'll get you to believe that people are against you and you don't need people and you can fight by yourself. And then it turns into such a demonic thing where now he isolates you from yourself. And he starts, and you start hearing the argument. Well, what is my contribution to life? Why am I here? What is my purpose? I don't really need to be here. And so it's this fake kind of um, pseudo identity of that demon coming forward, and you start to express it. So, like I said tonight to our people, there's a power in breaking agreement with it. Don't just bind it. Break agreement with it. Right. If you've been isolating break agreement, say, no, that's not me. I am not an isolationist. I do not gain, you know, love out of being isolated. I need people. I need people to invade my space. If you verbalize that, you'll begin to change the processing in the head. And I know we're going to go to break, but that is something to think on before we do go to break. Wow. All right, guys. Well, we're going to change some processing through this portal. So think on it. Think about those areas where you feel a bit isolated, and we'll be right back. G'day, Portals fam. Pastor Kenny Jarvis from Talk Sydney here. We have a very exciting announcement. Our senior leaders, Dr. Robin Cassis, Pastor Tony Cassis, are coming back down under to visit, equip, and launch our church in Sydney to its next spiritual season. They haven't been home in Australia in over five years, and we are so stoked to have them come and impart to us with hands laid on 
what God is doing. So if you're in the Sydney area, grab a whole bunch of your mates and come on down to Parramatta. Like and follow our Facebook page, Talk Sydney, for the location and times. Let our pastors speak over your lives a prophetic word of direction, encouragement and life that will bring clarity to 2020. Don't miss out on your chance to be impacted like never before and take up the opportunity to be blessed. See you there. We're going to go back in because it's about to get hot. Yeah. So I want to talk about Peter. Mm. And I want to talk about his conversation with Jesus. Talk about it. Why do you think he asked three times? Because he had to get him to break agreement. Oh! You know what? I was dead going to ask that question. Come wow. on, Pastor Robbie. You're so prophetic. He agreed three times. Now he had to break oh. agreement oh three times. Oh, my God. I literally was going to ask that question. Did you guys get that? My time three is times he agreed. He yeah, didn't know him. I didn't know him. I didn't know him. I don't know him. Mm. So he had to come back and break that. <coughs> he had to come back. That's really important, guys. I just wanted to ask you, um, Pastor, does that mean that sometimes, I mean, we have to accept that it takes more than once. Come on, say to this. Break agreement. Say oh, this. Just, we're not these superhumans that can just go. I broke a. I broke agreement with yes. it. So now I'm good. I'm set free. It's the beginning. But yeah. the reality, Pastor Chris, is that he spoke it three times, and we're talking about recommissioning, revisiting. The Lord made him revisit it three times. Three yeah. times. But I'm oh applying it to us God. as well, yeah. like myself. Exactly. I, I think, but I broke agreement with it. Yeah. But oh, I bound it. Really. You yes. bound it once. Yes, but I said it three times that I agree. How, how deep didn't, are the roots? Yeah, how deep. So we had to break agreement mm. with it. Yeah. That's why the Lord asked him three times. Many reasons why he asked him three times. But if we're talking about agreement, he had to break those words three times. My God. Because yeah. each time it got deeper. Gee. Yes. So I think we need to dispel this touch and go. Come on, oh, say this, please. Lord Jesus. Yes, let's yeah. get going. I hear a lot of brethren say, you know, I've said it, I believe it, it's done. Well, Settles it, name it, claim it, grab it, slap it, do whatever you want to do with <laughs> it. But it doesn't work. That's right. The reality is if you've said it once but the symptoms are still there, then nothing's happened. Oh, you know, if you're if you're coming against fear, and you can say, and I can come against fear in the name of Jesus Christ, get away, and then five minutes later, it's you're scary, fearful yeah. again. <laughs> well, hello, you can say, well, I've stood in faith, but you have to keep doing it until, until the enemy, go. you know, gets the message. And I'll, I will say this to our listeners: when Jesus was confronting the Gadarene demoniac, yes, the Scripture makes it very clear that Jesus had to repeatedly say, yeah. come out of the Maybe man." With him. Right until Jesus said, "What is your name?" This thing was entrenched, mm-hmm. and by yeah. asking the legion its name, Jesus literally removed legal uh, standing with this demonic stronghold. Separation. Yeah. He put light on its name and its mm-hmm. work, and that's when it begged him not to torment them and to throw them into 
you know, the, the swine. Yeah. But to from the context of that particular example, the scripture says, because Jesus had said, come out of the man, you yes, one yes. clean spirit. We don't know how many times he had to say it, yeah. but we know he didn't say it just once. No. Because, yeah. you know, he was there saying, come on, you unclean spirit, come out of the man. And it wasn't dislodging. Jesus had to actually say, well, what is your name? Mm. You know? And so that's not to say that the Lord, you know, um, was not walking in faith. But even the Lord was was walking in obedience to his father. Yes. And his he, journey. His authority was contested mm. many times yeah. by the Pharisees, by Satan, and by this this legion in the Gadarene. Mm. And I think too, totally. when we when we say, Oh, I bound fear, okay, you might have bound the overall, <laughs> but you gotta bind the subwork. How many You gotta bind the reinforcements? Come on, you gotta let bind me the go attachments, there. you gotta bind the transitions, you gotta Stop. bind the latch-ons. Like how there's so many, many dimensions. How many spirits of fear? Exactly. Oh, there's only one fear. No. And that fear is for everyone in the world. Come Ciao. on. Are you real or are you not real? Well, there shame. are many, many levels of fear. And wow. a lot of a lot wow. of Christians. <laughs> she gave herself a gem. <laughs> And a lot of Christians, they bind it, right? They bind it or they'll come against it. And then if it doesn't work, oh, it's not for me. That uh. uh, doesn't work, doesn't work. And in a way, they just, it's, it causes that start of, that, that um, spirit of unbelief and mm. doubt sets in. And that's when the enemy gets back in and he doesn't just come with fear. Like what yep. Pastor Nate was saying, he brings something else along now. Yep. Let's I bring a doubt. Let's bring God's a liar. Let's bring all these different things. And it just, yeah, just feeds and feeds and feeds. Wow. Wow. Right. I mean, even to the point where you guys also address is saying from not acknowledging that you are actually fearful on the flip side of that is also believing it's you and saying, well, I'm always this way. I'm always scared of this. I'm always fearful of this. Yeah, confessing it. Right. And there's where... The agreement comes along when you're talking about breaking agreement. People need to realize that the agreement, what the agreement actually is. And I think that's where a lot of Christians have a stumbling block because they don't know. They may not know what they're agreeing with, but at the same time, the agreement is the confession. Yeah. And that's. It's not agreement like, oh, I agree with you, fear. Right. It's not obvious. The devil, I was explaining this to someone in counseling. The devil can't read your mind, believe it or not. Mm. He, does, he doesn't get to read your mind. So he throws constant barrage of thoughts for you to speak what you're thinking out. Then he learns you from what you speak, yep. not from what you think. Come on. And he this is what you. we think. He, we think that he can read our mind. Right, right. So there's a power in deliverance, especially in a deliverance session, when we tell the person, verbalize the lie. Mm-hmm. Because the moment you verbalize the lie, the lie has gone from darkness yeah. now being into exposing itself in the light. And that's when the lie exposes itself. And the moment that it speaks, it loses power. Mm-hmm. The moment that the demoniac spoke and that spirit revealed itself mm-hmm. and said, I am legion, boom, it lost its power. Mm-hmm. Because it took a lot of power to come to the surface. That's it. A Amen. lot of power. And we believe the lie that the enemy's got us. Yeah. But to come to the surface, it has to give up a lot of power. So I think there's something to ex- discuss here. A little bit slow on that jam button, uh-huh. Chanel. Yeah, I know. I'm you got a little bit of jet lag. Yep. But I think, I think there's, I think there's a, I think there's a, I think there's a, 
a, a truth here that we need to bring into our understanding of how the Holy Spirit is working. The Holy Spirit is bringing up layer by layer. You know, I always use the analogy of the onion mm-hmm. yeah. and that peeling away. And the onion has many layers. And it's usually those outside layers. I've said it on portals many times that are the most potent. They're the ones that when you're cutting an onion, it's the outside layers that make you cry the most. Yeah. Yeah. And that's usually what happens with deliverance. It's the first couple of outside layers that you shed the tears. But when the Holy Spirit starts digging down deep, mm. that's when the onion gets a bit bitter, the closer you get to the core. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Holy Spirit is focusing on. According to Dr. Robin, it's not the what, but the why. Why? Mm. And that's so important. So yeah. let's go back to Peter. Yeah. Because I want to go back there again, Shania. I want to go back. Mm-hmm. Because he said to Jesus, I've already fished on this side. Mm. I've already done this. Mm. So the Lord had to deal with his confession. Jesus. Sometimes the Lord has to deal with our confession so that we can be, what's that right word? I keep forgetting the word. Recommissioned. Recommissioned. So, Pastor Robin. Recommissioned. So, here we go. To be recommissioned. He has to deal with your confession. No. So to be recommissioned, you better give up possession of your confession. Definitely. Because we possess our confession way too much. Yeah. I'm a I'm a not I'm a mess. You oh, just possessed no. your confession. I fished oh on God. that side. There's nothing there. Here we go again. Uh. Sorry, we're getting some deliverance. <laughs> Hallelujah. And it's where it's at. Yeah. Peter had to see what the Holy Spirit was doing in all of this. And that was, if it's going to be recommissioned, Mm. there had to be a breaking Mm. of his position. Wow, 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 wow. To bring about his recommissioning. And we see that when he quotes him and he says, Who do you say I am? By, by getting him to speak truth, he possessed his confession again. He Christ did. possessed his confession because before he was saying, no, I don't know the man. No, no, that was all that f- guilt and self selfishness and like, you know, poor me. It's that Judas confession. But by saying, no, 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 no. Who do you say I am now? Let's not go to who you said I was. Ah. Let's go to who do you say I am now? Present moment confession will bring new possession. Yeah. That's good. I'm going to give you a double jump for that. Wow, I'm rhyming and I'm like liking it a You're lot really tonight. Really on Jesus time. Is king. He's on time with the rhymes. Uh oh, come on, MC Robin in the house. <laughs> Can we Ow. get that man in the house saved, guys? <laughs> yes. I got to get him saved. He comes and visits. It's time to come and stay. Is this MC Hammer we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, oh, wow. you're right. I was in the house. I was trying to find it. I'm like, am I that? Are we talking about the Holy Spirit? Are we talking about Tupac? Who are we talking about? American joke I'm unaware of. Yes, exactly. We're going to go on a short break, but we're going to come back and touch. We're going to go back to that Peter in this confession. Peter, Peter. Because there was a lot of things that you guys brought out during the sermon, even to deal with guilt. And mm. we're going to go there when we come right back 
Torque New York presents the official launch of Torque TV. A brand new way to watch Torque New York anytime, anywhere. Get 24-7 access to unlimited shows, classes, seminars, and more. View your content on your favorite device. Commercial free. Access exclusive shows, seminars, and more. And with new content added monthly, you'll always have something fresh and inspiring and challenging to watch. Even tune into our live classes from the School of Apostles and Prophets in NYC. Choose the subscription option that suits you. Sign up today by visiting TorqueTV.org and click the Watch Now button. Torque TV. Equip. Inspire. Mature. Are they ready for the process? First process of Are the night. Are they ready for the process? Are you ready for the process? We're Let's ready for the process. go! Give up your possession uh. of your confession. Uh. It'll break obsession what? with your own suppression. Let's give up your possession uh. of your confession. What? It'll break obsession what? with your own suppression. Say what? Ouch, 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 ouch. I have to give you a gem for that one because once That's my buttons good. go off, I have to give you a gem because that was a great process. I believe I that, that when good. I get to heaven, I think that was good. I have heard from the Holy Spirit that when I get to heaven, I get special crowns for all my processes. <laughs> well, this is true. I'm going to oh, get yeah. a crown for the hate it, separate it. Uh-huh. I'm going to get a crown for the no sperm I and Hang on a minute. I'm still in your crown. Somebody's trying to be gymtastic and uh, I'm sorry. Settle him you down. Settle him down. Or the one that Arnie, Chris, uh, uh, that Arnie Christie, sorry. The one that Pastor Christie came up with, which was not a standing stone, but a stepping stone. Uh-huh. That was a very, very good That gem. was hers. That yes. wasn't yours. That's what I said, right. Pastor Christie. Distinguish and it. Mine was separated. Yes. You I still want, want that on a t-shirt. If I really, really want that on a t-shirt, hate it before you separate it. Yeah. I think he needs to recheck his pockets for his own gems. Ah! He's he, been trying to empty out your gems just uh, then. I know. Cover your pockets. Nate's uh. out here robbing gems. Anywho. I'm giving up my confession. There we go. Uh, before, Tony had something. Yes. Before we went to break, we were talking about this confessing and agreeing to these things. And I know, listeners, a lot of this could be a new concept. Demons could be a new concept to some of these listeners, some of you um, guys. But... Um, we have courses that talks about it. We have t- seminars yes. here as well on our yeah. websites for the Torque, uh, NYC, TorqueTV.org. Yes. yes, we have so many different avenues to kind of so catch you up on the things that we're talking about because we understand this is a, a new concept. And even for the ones that have heard the concept of having agreements with these spirits and mm. things like that, still don't quite understand it. Yeah. And, we hope that listening to this podcast thus far, you can kind of understand just some of these these ways that the enemy has been coming in to try to speak to you and also prohibiting um, when, you know, the Lord is trying to get your attention again, just like Peter, and remind you 
of all those places he's been there for you, you know, he's so trying he to bring it back. To, he wants to recommission you. Recommission you, you. yeah. Mm. So not just get your attention, oh, but actually come put on. you back. That's oh, right. And that recommission you. But where, as I said before, with the recommissioning, mm -hmm. there's nothing familiar in it. Mm. Nothing. I've got a question. I've got a question. Um, and we were talking about uh, the demoniac before. Mm. And we're discussing the um, the part where Jesus said, um, "What was it exactly? With exactly yeah, what he, he said?" Yeah, he had to. He he told the spirit to come out of the man, but it wasn't budging for a while. Yeah, and then he asked, "How did the name come out?" Can you? Can he you asked the uh, strong man, yourself. "What's your name?" That's mm. right. Um, I got a question there. At that moment, when that demon confessed. Who name. he was, and yeah, his name came to the surface. Yeah, yeah. that would be. Wouldn't that be a, a part of that that sort of that man that was being possessed? Wouldn't that be the first point where he was? It's almost like the first point of his confession because straight away by confessing that that was the demon, it separated him from that demon. If I think you get it's a good I'm point. Saying? I think it's a good point that you're making, Christy, because. Um, the man would have heard back mm. in his I mean, own yeah. mind that this personality was the not speaking. his own. Yeah, mm. mine. You know, and you know, when when someone says "I am Legion" and they're saying it in the first person, yeah. You know, we often experience this for the, those of our, uh, our audience that are not familiar with um, the Deliverance Ministry. We often see the person's personality go to the background yeah. mm -hmm. and demonic personality coming Come to the, to the foreground. foreground. Yeah. And that's yeah. what happened with the demo demoniac. The man had enough willpower to run to Jesus. Come on, say that. Now, demons so don't powerful. run to Jesus. They run away from Jesus. Come on. But he had enough willpower to, you know, get the wherewithal to know that, you know, that guy over there coming off the boat, that's where I can get some help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he runs to him. But unfortunately, as he's running to Jesus, the, the demonic personality starts kicking in. Yeah. And by the time he reaches Jesus, it's the demon that's speaking. You know, we know you're the son of God, you know, the son of the most high God. We adore you by God. Don't torment us before Demons the time. Are yeah. Oh, wow. So, um, <laughs> what? He, I went think, he went American on me there. I, th <laughs> I think your point about the Legion speaking yeah. and the man inside the body, the real man, hearing it, it was a wake up call. Because that would have been the beginning of his breaking his confession, like breaking that agreement. Because at some point, something, you know what I mean? There was something. Something snapped from that snapped. point on. Yeah. yeah. So that, Which I think that just sets me free because sometimes you're in a deliverance and there's parts that yeah. you will ne you'll come out not remembering. But there's parts that God will have you, let you hear. Mm. So you can be set free from it. And this is the key True. to do with it Peter. It also shows you that you, you've lost control. Yeah, and this is the key to do yeah. with Peter. And it's not you. Before Peter denied Christ, remember Satan possessed his mouth to say, no, 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 you don't need to go to the cross. And the Lord said, get behind me, Satan. He addressed the root straight away. So sometimes when the Lord is bringing it up, it's to give us that grace period to deal with it. Mm. rather than to entertain it. Because that's what Pastor Christie just said. It was like the moment he spoke it, he would have said, whoa, that's not me speaking. I can hear it, you know? And it's so I see with Peter, he had room to deal with what you said tonight, Pastor Tony, that pride in him. And that's why Jesus said, 
no, no, no. I'm praying for you that Satan doesn't sift you like wheat mm. because he's desired to sift you like wheat because there's something in you that you haven't addressed yet. Mm. And this is important. That's, a good, that's another very good point, if I may just add here. You know, Peter often gets the short end of the stick when it comes to the apostles because mm. Paul had, wrote most of the New Testament. Reason yeah. being, Paul had a concept of the church that no other apostle had. Yeah, he was a pioneer. I mean, even Peter said his writings are pretty hard to understand because he wasn't there yet. But the point of the matter is Jesus chose Peter to be the lead apostle. Mm. Yeah. If you follow Peter's life, okay, he got called at the Sea of Galilee and straight away he's very humble, you know, get away from me, Lord, I'm a sinner. And then he's the first one to confess Jesus as the Messiah. Yeah, yeah. And so he gets – I love Peter because he head. gets a big head and yeah. then he falls dramatically and then he does something really marvellous and then he falls even worse, <laughs> kind of like our lives sometimes. Has anybody fallen on their face after the great confession? Because no. you, yeah, you said, you know, Jesus had to rebuke him straight after yeah. he confesses him as the Christ. Yep. The next sentence is Jesus rebuking him for letting Satan speak through his mouth. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. Peter is one of those apostles who has what we call foot in mouth disease. You know, he's, <laughs> oh, wow. He says great things and he says stupid things. So, yeah. yeah. But I, I just want to read to you out of Luke chapter 22. It says, Jesus said, Truly the Son of Man goes as it has been written, but woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. Mm. Then they, the apostles, began to question among themselves which of them it was mm. who would do this thing. Now there was also a dispute among them as to which of them should be considered the greatest. And he said to them, The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those who exercise authority over them are called benefactors, but not so among you. Mm. On the contrary, he who is greatest among you, let him be the younger, and he who governs as he who serves. Mm. For who is greater, he who sits at the table or he who serves? It is not he who sits at the table, yeah. yet I am among you as one who serves. But you are those who have continued with me in my trials, and on bestowing upon you a kingdom, just as my Father has bestowed one upon me. Anyway, you go on to say here, verse 31, The Lord said to Simon, mm. right? Now, why did the Lord single out Simon? Yeah. Tell Scripture us. says a dispute arose among them, mm. right? Who was to be the greatest? And then the Lord says, Simon, yeah. Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you right. as wheat. wheat. But I've prayed for you that your faith should That's not fail. And when you have returned to me, Jesus knew he was going to lose it, strengthen your brothers, wow. your brethren. So the question is, why did he single out Simon? Because Simon won the argument uh. of who was the greatest. Now, why? He confessed Jesus as the Christ. Yeah, 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 yeah. He walked on water. So he pulled out his resume. He pulled it all out. <laughs> yeah. He was there when all the miracles, the big ones, like yep. Peter, James, and John, yep. he saw Jesus transfigured. Yep. Yep. See all that? P Peter had this rep, this... This, you know, this, uh, what do you call it? Like a, a CV. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a CV. Yeah. I'm the greatest. Yeah. And this is why Jesus was preparing him for the fall. You know, pride mm. comes before a fall. Mm. Satan's, Satan's mm. wanting to claim a hold on Peter because of his pride. Mm. But, 
you know, when Peter was restored, he was totally reliant on the Holy Spirit. Now, before I finish this this part of what I need to say, you know, when, when someone who's ordained as, say, a healer, a healing ministry, yeah, but they can't seem to walk in healing themselves, they yep. straight away disqualify themselves. Oh, jeez. Or someone who's in a healing ministry and they pray for someone in the family, they don't get healed. Or maybe they even pass away. Now, that person has just had every reliance on self removed when it comes to healing. Come on, say this. The ideology is don't stay there. Yeah. You still pray for healing, but you know now that the healing that comes from anything that you pray is not you. Yeah. So often, like Peter, the Lord gets you to that point where you're totally not relying on yourself at all anymore. I thought I could fight for him. I denied him. Mm. I don't deserve to be an apostle anymore. Yeah. Mm. But the Lord says, no, you're okay. My grace will cover it. But now you start from a very, very low place. See, I want to go back to Peter again in the end. I want to go back and say he was a professional fisherman. He knew how to fish. He really knew how to fish, okay? He was a professional. And you know, man, he had to be shown by the Holy Spirit. He didn't know nothing. Oh, my God. He knew nothing. Everything he knew meant nothing. So you're saying the Holy Spirit, in order for uh, recommission, you have to unlearn everything Everything. you thought you knew. Everything you thought you knew. Every single thing you thought you knew. Right. And that means... I'll be crying in the corner. That means... You have to refish where Jesus tells you to. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Let me say it to show you that you know nothing. Don't run out the room now. (laughs) Don't leave the room now. I'm telling you because you need to refish where you thought you knew. The waters, you don't know anything. You have to go back in and be recommissioned to walk in unfamiliar territory. Wow. Wow. And by knowing nothing, you know what? By knowing nothing, you can't revert. Oh. You can't go back. Wow. You can't. Because Another thing was Peter thought he was he's qualified to be an apostle by something good in him, yep. strength. Oh, yep. He said, I will, I will not deny you. I will die for you. And he wasn't afraid. Don't get me wrong. Peter would have died for Jesus. Yep. He pulled out a sword and chopped off the guy's ear. Mm. So he's ready to fight and die. Mm. Yeah. But that self-reliance had to get killed somehow. Yep. Mm. And so the denial was the Lord's way of killing self-reliance in Peter. Whoa. I, I feel we need to go back to why the enemy wow. targeted him because of the great resume he had. Mm. You see, he had to get him to agree. And so Jesus had to get him to break. 
mm. agreement mm. with what he said. Wow, Jesus is Lord. Oh man, I don't even know what to say. I'm just we're both taking stunned. it. I know we're taking it all in. It's not as, too as much. As he would say, stunned mullets. Stunned mullets, right? We're all I feel like mullets. a stunned mullet. Whatever that is in reference, <laughs> just I before, will take it. It's a fish. Just before we hit break, over the break Shania, you know, the Lord was so gracious with Peter because the, the first person to see Jesus alive was Mary, Mary That's Magdalene. That's right. Here we go. And, it, and in, I think it's Luke's gospel as well where he says to Mary Magdalene, go tell my brethren and that I will go before them into Galilee. But he says, go tell my brethren and Peter. Because wow. he knew Peter was spiraling down. Discouragement leads to despair, which leads to despondency, wow. which leads to death. Okay. I, I go so far Not as a process. first part of the recommissioning. I go say that. The first part of the recommissioning took place then. Mm. When he said him, his name. Go yep. tell and tell Peter. And, mm. Peter. and tell Peter. Then... I believe, me personally, he visited Peter. Wow. And then wow. finally he recommissioned him at that beach where he commissioned him. Wow. Wow. Listeners, just go take it in. Just go break all your fishing rods. It's not going <laughs> to work. It's not going to work anymore, so you might as well break those, you know, and just... Just delete all your history, too. Just go ahead and just forget everything because <laughs> at this point, <laughs> Nothing's we need familiar. to learn. Nothing is familiar. And that's the walk that God requires. Right. But we're going to go to unfamiliar territory and talk about this guilt when we come right back. G'day, Portals fans. I want to officially invite you to a special transformation seminar to be held at the Talk Sydney campus. Our Talk Global Freedom Director is coming all the way from New York City to work with Dr. Robin Cassis and our senior leadership team to shine a light on the enemy's work in your life and how to walk in complete freedom and wholeness through the work of the Holy Spirit. This one-time only two-day seminar will kick off at 7 p.m. on Friday, February 7, and wrap up on Saturday night. This seminar is going to blow your mind. We will be covering topics like spiritual roots of disease, deliverance and freedom, recovering your soul, healing and wholeness, and so much more. Our team of warriors will show you how to effectively claim your victory in every aspect of your life. For all the details and to register now, visit talk.org.au. We can't wait to host you and be a part of connecting you to your next step to total wholeness and freedom in Christ Jesus. because we're about to get a flesh barbecue on this guilt. 
Where's your sound for the flesh? Oh, I know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's Chrissy's I'm button. I'm melting. I'm and melting. And I have it That's way over favorite, here. That's so. my favorite button, yet my... Um, Least favorite button. Yeah, we need, though, we need two of these little beat pad situations. So I could just put them in front of you guys and then you can we go can for it. We wouldn't even tell. Just be playing with the beats. We can make a whole rhythm and song just yeah, off of the beat pad. I would record my deliverance sound effect every second. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> God loves you. <laughs> right. Okay. Someone may be triggered. So we had a sub portal is <laughs> in every true portal fashion. <laughs> we sub portal. So welcome to the sub portal. One me- one audience member is excited. Right, about one. Just one. Yeah. That's I all think right. They're all in we had to go back in. It was fiction. getting too deep. Yes, it was yeah. starting to get deep because we was going. We was flittering here and flittering there. <laughs> Look at you it. See, I'm just getting it. No, I'm saying we were just saying like we were saying a little bit of this gym, a little bit of that gym, and now we have to refocus and get back into the portal. Well, include the sub portal in the portal. Anywho. So one of the things that we were talking about was somebody say something. Well, before the break <laughs> and in our sub portal, Pastor Shoney talked about Peter going off his resume. Yes, that's you know was. I was the one. You know I've imagined Peter like Burn in my the resume in my you know how we talked on the other portal like rude. Uh-huh. I imagine Peter being in like his little ghetto tone like walked on water, done that check. <laughs> You Check. know, confessed him as Christ, did done that. It. Done she, that one. Denied so like, Christ, yeah, denied him as Christ, <laughs> did it three times. Anyway, um, but one Didn't thing, work. yeah, one thing I see with Peter is that um, there's a mentality that we have as Christians where we, and I said to the guys here in the sub portal before we came back in, we got to stop job interviewing for the Lord. I My like that one. God, I gotta give you gem. And that means we got to stop going in and trying to prove why we need to be loved. Because mm-hmm. like Pastor Christie said, that's when we use our hurt and our disappointments and everything as leeway and leverage to say, well, I've been through this, so I need this. Ciao. You know, and um, Pastor Christie said it brings us when we don't get what we think we need. Or he doesn't put us or place us where we think we should be placed. Oh. That's where the true disappointment This is a can of worms. In. You don't want to go there? Just yet. No. No. This is a big can but of worms. Let's true. get deliverance on three. One, two, two, three. three. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. And then Wish you fall work. into that, that, that um, s- like snare of the enemy saying, you know, you'll never be enough. Oh. So why do you even try? Why yeah. even try? Look at look at your resume. Look what every everything that you've got, and you're still not enough. Yeah, and then he oh keeps yeah. on throwing up the resume of all That's the things right. you haven't done. That's right. Yep, he does it both ways. I I, I find it difficult when believers come wanting Uh-oh. to get ministry, but they tell you the ministry they want. Oh, don't get me started. This is the way I want to be delivered. This is the way I want to be healed. This is the kind of word I, I need to grow. Oh, that's the famous sound. Or, it? or it's, um, no, you can pray for me, but that person can't pray Ooh. for me. I need, I need the pastors to pray for oh. me. Jesus. My seat was getting hot. I had to reshift it. I felt when people say to us, "I need the pastors to pray for us." I say, "The whole church of pastors, go for it." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> please, please, every member please a minister. That's every, every member is a minister. God hears everyone. Tell that's, them that's that. our mandate. 
raising leaders. Right. Which, which leader do you which want? Which pastor do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Take a pick. That's yeah. right. And so well, I don't want him. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so king. we come back to this whole thing. What did Jesus want for Peter? Sure, to recommission him. Yeah. And he brought about a relocation to mm. Paul for the recommissioning. But he really wanted him delivered of guilt. Yes. Because while he had the guilt, he couldn't recommission him. Mm. Wait, wait, you gotta say that again. That's while that's he a, that's had a healing word. While he had the guilt, he couldn't be recommissioned. Oh, Jen that three times. Wow. Because he denied him three times. <laughs> and now we're getting restored right, three gotta, times. Jim three times for it. What? Wow. And I know why. Jim, test. Because guilt is self punishment. Oh, jeez. Oh, my gosh. He, he, he felt like he had to punish himself because of the denial and he was unworthy of recommissioning. And it's, it's true what you just said about self punishment. It's this is the key self punishment. Guilt is you are putting a punishment on yourself that God has not put on you. Mm. And you know, I remember reading a testimony about a doctor in America, and she had been an abortion doctor for years, and wow. she had committed over I think it was like fifty thousand in her span of career abortions, Whoa. and she got saved and she came to the Lord. And she just couldn't stand to be in the house of God because she thought, how can I stand in the house of God with all of these things that I've done? And one day she was getting healing and wholeness prayer at her um, church. And the Lord spoke to her and said, who do you think you are? I know this woman. For me to forgive you and you to say that that is not enough. That is not enough. Enough, my forgiveness. And he really located that unforgiveness that she had towards herself yeah. was really a spirit of pride. It because was. she was saying, no, 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 no. I'll determine when I'm capable of being forgiven. Right. I'll determine when my resume lines up with being forgiven. Right. When I compensate for all the things that I've done wrong. Oh. Oh, well, that reminds I'll determine me. when I qualify. For yes. It. Yeah. And that, yeah. that reminds me of Peter. Yeah. That's exactly what yes. it was. It's exactly yes. what it was. And Jesus had to show Peter, you know nothing. Yep. You can't even fish without me. Wow. And like you said tonight, because he was riddled with that paralyzing guilt, he didn't see Jesus. Of course he didn't. And it, it says in the gospel that, you know, the disciple that he loved said, like, you know, that's the Lord. And so this is where the isolation gets broken. You're not going to see Jesus in a recommissioning state if you're paralyzed with your own self-punishment. Mm. And sometimes it takes the, the, the body of Christ to, to like whack you in, in a godly way and say, hey, 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 wake up. That's the Lord. Run to him. You don't know what's under that water, Peter. Mm, wow. You just know what's on top. You don't know what's under the water. You know, when Peter, when Jesus said, uh, go and, <laughs> go and uh, Pastor Shanae is just being burnt on every level. Go here. and uh, get, your, get the tax money out of the mouth of the fish. Mm. You know, you look at that and you say, impossible. Totally impossible. Mm. But there's a fish. 
that goes to the bottom of the sea and picks up coins. That's right. And he commissioned that fish to come to the surface to give them what they needed to pay their taxes. Mm. Wow. Can you tell us what kind of fish that is? I don't know, but I think we all should go fishing for that. Might be that stunned mullet. Could be. Could be. That's a good one. Could be. Could be. One thing that just was coming to me about the whole guilt thing was the fact that I feel like when we're in that self punishment where Peter Uh couldn't see God, is the fact that. When we do something that is, let's say, out of the will of the Lord, or we, and then we start to go into that or entertain the guilt behind it, we expect the next time for us to encounter God is the punishment. Mm. And when we don't get that punishment from God, we automatically assume, well, he's shut off talking to me, so I might as well shut off talking to him because I can't even face him right now. I don't deserve to face him. And it's just the lies of the enemy to keep saying that. So one of the things that really was standing out to me about Peter's story of him not recognizing God is like he's expecting the next sound from God to be punishment. Mm. And that's not true. And I think a lot of believers start to believe that. So it's like, well, God can't speak to me about anything else because he still hasn't spoke to me about this thing. And it has not been the negative response that I need to feel rebuked in order to move forward. Oh, my Lord. And And that's the stag. The stagnancy of wow. Can't get this. Give myself a jam. Oh, say, give yourself a jam. I was awake on that part. And so I just (laughs) say again, you can't work through guilt to be recommissioned. Mm -hmm. You can't. God has to show you. Yeah. God has to show you. He will deal with the familiarity that you've allowed yourself to deny Him with. And bring you to a place of acceptance. Whoa. So, what is the opposite of guilt? Why you think about it? I'm asking oh, three seconds. Quick. We teach this in Council by God, and we have to give people somewhere to go. What yeah. What should they be asking for when the spirit of guilt? Because we know that guilt can be used by God mm. to bring you to conviction, mm. but it's when it's not used by God that it brings you to self-punishment. Well, it's That's not the faith. Devil. It's not faith. I know what it is because I in Council by God, we teach so on I'm it. I'm waiting to hear somebody. Three Pop seconds. quiz. Does anyone in the room it's know? Either, three. It's either justification or righteousness. No. No. What is it? It begins with an H. Hope. Hope. From guilt to hope. To hope. That's okay. Because right. when you're guilty, you've really, really believed the lie that there's no hope. That's mm. right. Oh. There's no future. No future. There's no, no plan. No hope. And That's where great. there is no hope, there is no God. Jesus. That one required a scale, you know. And so that is a very important thing because we've been trying to exchange our guilt for grace. We've been trying to exchange mm, our guilt for on. faith, you know. But the Lord's saying, no, 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 no. Where there's been guilt, I want to replace it, refill it with hope. Hope, hope again for the future. For there, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. So that's important because and if we're going to take it away, we've got to fill it back up. Yeah, because Paul prayed this very prayer, the hope of glory. 
Christ Jesus within me. Christ within me. Wow. Is the hope of glory. Bring your own bucket. Yes. I just. So you can chuck it. Uh, <laughs> closure. That was oh a good man, one. Oh man, I pushed a cricket oh my God, sound. That was a cricket. Uh, <laughs> sorry. All right, we're gonna take a short break because yeah, we we're gonna come back on the last part of this. Yeah. Till and of course, there's more to come and more. This can be unpacked for days, years, hours, however length of time you have um to listen to it so we'll be right back well hello there to our portals fam and talk family alike listening in my name is pastor nathan and i am so excited to announce our catch the vision sunday this is such an important event for both our churches in sydney and new york as we come together to release what god has shown us for the coming year Our senior ministers, Dr. Robin Cassis and Pastor Tony Cassis, are ready to share their heart of what God has shown them that our church is ready to step into. So we invite you to join us. If you're in New York City, you can join us on Sunday, February 23rd. It's a combined service starting at 4.30 p.m. If you're not available to join us in person, that doesn't matter because you can still view online, either via our YouTube channel at TalkNYC or through TalkTV.org. I would just encourage you to partner with us and let us show you the vision that God has imparted to us for 2020. It's going to be nothing like we've ever seen before and we're ready to step into new initiatives and the new elements of grace that God is about to pour out. We look forward to seeing you there. some hope where there's been the guilt you gotta find some hope that's all i'm gonna say because i think that needs to just land yeah it's because landing. it's within that it's coming out yeah we were saying in the sub portal and i know that this is going back on it but i believe the holy spirit still wants to discuss a because we've talked about where we've been at in the state of guilt but we need to go somewhere but we i think a key hope for so many christians and oh my lord as even if as as i say this come on the light is just flicking on, on the pathways the synapses are firing in my brain we have been asking for forgiveness to relieve our guilt mm. and there is there is forgiveness in certain situations but it's like a piece of a puzzle it's like where the gap that guilt has cut out that shape, the only thing that has the same shape that can be put in place, it's not forgiveness. Right. No, because hope is an abiding reality. Faith, hope, and love. And love mm-hmm. is an abiding oh reality. <laughs> you can't replace guilt with something forgiveness is for everything Uh, it's not just for one thing uh, it's for everything but hope can bring healing to guilt so for the listeners that have been feeling puzzled (laughs) (laughs) that was a good one tied that well (laughs) tie that in like I will in a in a direct. Well, Pastor Tony said something. He he was questioning us, and he said, "Well, how do you get hope?" Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, well, hope comes from within. He goes, no, no, no. And what did you say, Pastor Tony? You hit us with the clincher. What was the clincher? Hope comes from a recommissioning. That's right. That's all I'm saying. God tells you you still got the same call, the same job to do. And, uh, you know, it drops, Mike. It comes as a result. You can give me a gem for that. There you welcome. <laughs> it comes as a result of uh, the Lord taking away something to bring something. Now, guilt comes from the outside trying to always come in. But hope comes from the inside coming out. Mm. So what that means is that we can't use... I remember you saying this to our church in New York, Pastor Robin. We've got to stop looking for circumstance to be our barometer oh, of whether there's gee. hope in this situation or not. If the, things are the, lining up, the oh, yeah. circumstance will never be uh, a barometer <laughs> for whether or not you're healthy or not. Okay. The circumstances will always tell you the opposite. Uh, it's your spirit, man. There goes the guilt. That brings up the hope. <laughs> sound like you're about to it's bark. another layer and i think <laughs> if you're listening listeners come to soap and you'll get some hope oh, oh ah, shameless plug right there shameless plug. oh i'm not feeling guilty about <laughs> right you i'm should. not feeling one bit guilty but hope of his calling is in you and it comes from within. And that's why Judas could only ever live in guilt because he never saw the hope, the hope of glory who never. was in his he midst. He never recognized the hope of glory. Oh. I betrayed an innocent man, he said. Who did he betray? Jesus Christ. He wasn't just, just an, an innocent, innocent man. man. He was a son of glory. Yeah. That's he crazy. couldn't see. He couldn't see. He could only hear the outside trying to get in. I feel like a Jew at the Wait, wailing I'm wall sorry, at the moment. That just hit my head. Yeah. Oh. Hit it, baby. He hit it. Jumped him. He didn't recognize. No, the he son didn't. Of glory. He didn't. I betrayed an innocent man. So the guilt went from the outside inside. Wow. Oh, me, 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 me. Can we just stop? Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> I know, I need a minute of silence. I need a moment sec. of silence. Get your butt, girl. There you go. <laughs> there goes the Can flesh. Can we just have a moment My of silence flesh for our flesh? It's burning. <laughs> burning. It is burning. Burning. Wow. No, because look, this is why Jesus set this whole scene up mm. to bring back hope to Peter. And then he could recommission him. Oh, you get that, Pastor? I got it. And so he set a relocation wow. up. He put a lot of time into this. He mm. went through the whole fishing scene mm. for Peter. He dealt with all the, all the familiarity that Peter had. Mm. And wow. then he showed him something. Jesus. Is I'm going to recommission you where you were commissioned. Mm. And this is something that God is doing to us spiritually. He is recommissioning us by relocating where we stand spiritually. 
Location, location, location. This is what the Lord's saying. Tonight's portals is all about him recommissioning because he's relocating. It's location, location, location. location. I'll just pick my jaw up off the floor. Your jaw and the floor. Breathe out some more demons. Bring my own bucket. And then I'll get a recommission. Wow. Just wow. tear up your resume. Yes. yes. Can everybody hear look, Tear up their former resume. I will tear it up because I it up. would use Come that. on, guys. Who's listening? If I In may. the spirit now, tear up your former resume. And you don't impress God. Uh, but it it goes it goes both ways I think with that resume thing and that's the thing that's hitting me because it sometimes I will try to you know convince God if you will and be like look what I've, I've already been through so much already Lord why won't you give me this look at the resume of what I've gone through not necessarily what I've done but what I've gone through in my life and why won't you give me this why won't you give me this and it's so interesting when he was saying that resume I saw it I saw it going both ways of all the things you've done, but all the things you feel entitled to. Mm. Do you know Pete? <laughs> yeah. Do you know Peter? Didn't fully recognize that he was getting a healing of memories. Mm. He had to. God, well, Jesus had to set it up. Had to set it up. So that was another thing he was doing. At that place, healing his memory. Mm. It's true. I denied him at a fire. I'm recommissioned at the fire. This is our big God we serve. Mm. This is a very faithful God. The God of the second chance. Many chances. But he wants to recommission us by relocating our spiritual condition. So mm. as always, Dr. Robin, you always give the listeners a charge. A charge. Oh, yes, Lord. Give me the charge. I've been charge. working on my accents, getting better and better every word. A charge. A charge. A charge. Just spell it how it sounds and you'll get it. Got it. Say it. I'm putting it in my pocket. A charge. A charge. <laughs> a charge, charge. What I just a, want you all a prophetic charge. to hear what the Lord is saying. Mm -hmm. The charge is the opposite to guilt is hope. Hope. Without hope, there is no God. Without God, you can't have hope. It's abiding reality, faith. Hope and love. I want you to know tonight, Paul declared that so important it became his prayer. I think it was in Ephesians, wasn't it? Or in Philippians. The hope of his glory. The hope of his calling. In the saints. Yeah, Galatians. Galatians. Well, there you go. Ephesians, Galatians. Same difference. 
Philippians. One of those books. It is one of those that he was involved with because he was involved with so many. Go after hope. Do not go after familiarity. Don't let yourself be fooled to believe. Here we go again. There's no hope in that. There's only ever hope in, Lord, where do we go from here? It brings hope back. I want you to see that tonight. And then God will want you to fish where you fished before, but it won't be familiar territory for you. With that being said, oh, goodness. it's time to party! Uh, uh, Alright, uh, I got a jingle uh. for you. Come on, everybody, say what, party! Say what, say what, say what? Your flesh has burnt away today. Here we go. Wow. Come on now. Tear up your resume. Mm, 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 mm. So you can throw the guilt away. Let the recommission take place. And you will see hope show its face. You will see hope show its face. Tear up your resume. Tear up your resume. So you can throw the guilt away. So you can throw the guilt away. Let the recommission take place. Let the recommission take place. And you will see hope show its face. You will see hope show its face. Oh my lord. What a process. What a process. What a time and a place. Hope shows its face. Yeah. Oh, here we go again. Are we going to just rhyme all the time? No, yeah. not here we go again. Where are we going to go right, from there, Lord? Yeah. <laughs> so There's I think it's more. time for some prophetic friends to show their faces. It's oh, our friends. Well, I put on. You're going to put your prophetic Pastor Tony, are you ready? Where are we going tonight? <laughs> Pastor Tony, let me encourage you before you say another prophetic friend. I have met yet another person at my workplace from Belarus. So there you go. <laughs> I have never met anyone from my life from Belarus until you I said just it. Want and now somebody to one. go to the guy under the bridge. I'm trying to get homeless. <laughs> one more, Lord. He, he tunes into portals and yes, and someone needs to connect. With we him. need I, to. I love this guy. I need to send it to these people because this is. <laughs> All right, where are we going? Go I'm going to Cancun, Mexico. Oh. Mexico? There's believers down there that are tuning into us and they're going to connect with us. Really hey, it's me all. Nice. I found that what that means. Cancun, Wonderful. Mexico. Cancun, Mexico. And yes. what do you got to say from the Lord? That um, there's going to be an economic um, um, boost in, in the Mexican economy very mm. soon. This uh, United States deal with Mexico is going to benefit both nations and the tourism industry is going to skyrocket. Praise the Lord. Wow. Hallelujah. So, Thus says first the Lord. person, please. Yeah, the Lord said, <laughs> I have my saints in Mexico. They've been crying out for better work conditions, better, better um, outlook for the future. You don't have to go north. I can bring it to you. Mm. The Lord says, just by my faith and my grace, and I hear the heart cry, of my people in Mexico, and I will meet them, says the Lord, with great abundance 
and uh, and the Lord says, I'm going to create a a cohesion between the United States and Mexico like never before. Wow. Wow. Well, before I give my prophetic friend, I actually want to give a testimony. Last week, um, there was a word given about Hawaii. Yes. And then a day later, um, there was a massive shooting in Hawaii. Um, a man held people at gunpoint, set a whole apartment um, complex on fire. And I'm not saying that's a result of the word, but the Lord did say in the word that he was going to bring up the darkness and yep. begin to separate light from darkness and expose political and government corruption. Yep. And as a result of this shooting, there's been an investigation started and things in the government are coming out. Wow. So the word of the Lord is faithful, doesn't return void. And just to let our listeners know too, if again, just reminding you that Dr. Robin and Pastor Tony gave a word that the drought would be broken at the height of the season. They gave a word to our Prime Minister of Australia, Scott Morrison, through our season casting, and they told him God's plan. And I am a witness. I'm here in this land. It has not stopped raining. It is incredible. I think we had like one really, really hot day this week, and today was a lovely day, but it's literally just been soaking pouring. Rain. Yeah, soaking rain. Like you said, Dr. Robert, not harsh rain. No, it can't be heavy rain. It just washed the soil away. Yeah, it's been rain that's soaking into the ground, and I see that as a result of the spiritual rain too. My word is for someone in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Wow. And um, the Lord says to this person, uh, my son, religion won't cut it anymore, and you've been crying out for greater things, but you haven't gone to the necessary step to search it out. And so the Lord says, I'm beginning to put a dryness in your mouth until you will taste the things of the Spirit. And the Lord says, don't settle for formality and don't settle for rigmarole and uh, methodology, but that come up to relationship. Because I died to give you a relationship, not a program and not a system. And so I want to reveal myself as the face of hope to you for your family situation, especially to your mother and her health. The Lord says, I want to touch what seems impossible. The Lord says, impossible means I'm possible for you and your situation, says the Lord. Wow. Okay, where are we heading Chris, Pastor, Pastor Chris. Christy. I'm still digging. Okay, still keep, digging. keep digging. There's gold. Shania, she's letting her mind do the talking. Ah! I, I dropped ah! my mic. <laughs> that was not what my mind was saying. I think jet lags. So yes, it's just a little bit. Um, I got a word for, I'm not sure of a location. I didn't hear locations yet. But I did feel like, and I no, I think I need to step out. I think it is for someone here. Wow. Um, okay. I don't know if they're in the room now or not. Lord, you revealed that. But I just felt like the Lord was saying, my child, I forgive you. For all the things that you thought have offended me, I forgive you. Do not allow the, the, the guilt to keep you from moving mm. forward. Says Lord, and I just keep hearing that so strongly. It's just the Lord wants you to know I forgive you, just as I did for Peter. I forgive you for denying me, even in your times of darkness, wow. where you felt encapsulated by the um, by the surrounding circumstances and you lost your hope. 
I forgive you for denying me, but move forward. I recommission you today to move forward in my presence. You know me, says the Lord. You know who I am, and you cannot delight and deny me any longer. For the wrestling is the fact that you're trying to deny me again, and I won't allow you to because you know me, and I know you, my son. It's a son. Wow. Oh. Hallelujah. She just said son, so that's cut it in half somewhere well, that, there. That confirms for me because I had it for a guy in the room. Okay, wow. good. And I just kept getting three words. It's not way, way too many words. I'm getting very tired at this mm-hmm. point. Um, four words, it's not too late. Mm. Wow. And that person, whomever they may be, just keeps saying, it's just too late for that now. Mm. It's too late. And never just too late. Says it's not too late. Wow. Never, so never, never. I believe that was on the back of what you were saying, saying as well. That you know you're saying that this is the recommission, mm-hmm. yeah. and the Lord just wants to say it's not too late. Mm. Wow. Now I have probably the most powerful word, Uh-oh. and I don't know how to deliver it. Come on, Pastor Robin. Because it's about something so deep and so strong. So how do I set this in motion, Lord, by speaking it? I'm going to say it. Say it. Impeachment is over. Jesus. Mm. The word of the Lord says impeachment is over. Ah, We need to give the Lord a clap. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's a word. Yeah, that's a word. And that just fell so heavy upon me. Wow. But it lines up with recommissioning. Yes. The prophetic timeline. The the land of America is being recommissioned. Oh. Recommissioned to the will of God. Mm. I'll say it, I'll stand Stand. and say it. The land of America is being recommissioned Mm. to the will of God. The Lord declares from the heavens, impeachment is over. Right. Amen. (laughs) We'll start a gospel sing along. Wow. Well, guys, God help me. you have just listened to another episode of <gasps> Portals. You want to come and sing Portals? Until next no. time. <laughs> Maybe next time. Until next time.